hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is a special bonus double episode of the Ben versus Noel of Felicity podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Kristen. Hello. Hello. Happy Labor Day weekends. Woo! Woo! End of summer, people. Uh, this used to always be, I mean, it still kind of is, but do you remember being like school age and this being like the worst weekend in history? Because I feel like we usually went out of town and it's like you'd have to come back on Monday and then go to school the next day. It's tough. It's really tough. Barf. Anyways, in true dynamic sister duo form, Kristen and I were together this past week for almost a solid week. And we had this lavish plan where we were going to watch the episode and then record together in person. But of course, we ran out of time and didn't. And as we were watching the Paper Chase episode, Kristen, I think, fell asleep. Did you fall asleep a little bit? Yes. <laughs> so then we made the decision to also then watch Ben Don't Leave episode 16 so we could have a little bit more content to talk about other than the relationship guru, Sean. So we're going to do a bonus double episode today. Why is, it, why is it called Ben Don't Leave? Because he doesn't leave in that episode. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. Like, Ben, don't go to Arizona. Ben, don't go help Lauren. Uh, yeah. Years. Interesting title. All right. So, yeah, let's um hop into these. Before we do, I just, I rewatched these episodes again. And, like, we're really dwindling down on episodes. Like, next week is already the regular finale. And it's just, like, it's really getting down there. It's kind of, it's getting a little teary-eyed. Sad. So we have, what, five episodes left? I think four or five. Yeah, five episodes. And then it's done. So we really start off these episodes, kind of both of them, sort of, with some Sean content. It has turned out that Sean is now, like, the relationship advice giver. I don't know where I'm going with that because he's not giving Ben advice right now, but he is looking at this ultrasound with Ben, and he's just being such a freak, and it's just typical Sean fashion. I mean, two years ago, Sean, like, told Ben to, like, run the other way because Felicity loves him. And now he's like, oh, you're going to be a dad. Let me see that ultrasound photo again. I mean, they're being very, you know, I guess, like, Sean's being very, like, supportive. So Felicity walks in and, you know, they're being so jovial with each other. She's genuinely curious about what the fuck they're talking about. And, you know, Sean shows her the ultrasound and Ben is just kind of like, oh, it's fine. You don't need to like look at it. Wouldn't it be super weird if Felicity didn't want to look at that ultrasound picture? I mean, yeah. she's basically going to be this kid's stepmother. So it's like, get on the train or don't. They're both in such limbo right now. Kind of like we were talking about last episode. Like, it's good. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And they're both just like faking it till they make it. They just don't know what's going to happen. Right. So, you know, ultrasound. We found out the baby's a boy. Yay. So the big thing that's happening in this episode, especially with Felicity right now, Ben and baby and Lauren aside, is she has this huge paper due. Is it art history? I'm not really sure. Yes, it's art history. Art history. She has this big, like, 35-page paper due, and she just can't focus. She's working with Megan in the room, and Megan is like, you know, click clacking on the keyboard and Felicity is just having a fuck of a time concentrating. I think this is the first time that we really find out, like realize, I guess, that Felicity never told Megan about the pregnancy, which I guess I considered that a little, I don't know. It was kind of strange that she wouldn't tell Megan about it. Yeah, I guess as of right now, I mean, Megan knows, but Sean and Noel. Right. Like Elena doesn't know. 
oh, Javier knows. So I don't know. So Megan, like, informs Felicity that she knows what's going on. And all of the Megan scenes in this episode are pretty much amazing. She calls Lauren a boozy hag. I laughed throughout this entire episode. And I thought about one of our loyal listeners, Angela Janelle, when she, um, you know, first said the booze bag comments a few months ago. And it just made me laugh so hard. But Megan has some advice for Felicity about her paper. Everybody does it. She wants her to cheat. Go to the library. Go to the what section? Dissertation section. Dissertation section and copy it. Her friend Earl does it all the time. He's never been caught. He's never been caught. Yeah. Felicity's such a rule follower that this storyline is a bit... Like, I get it. She can't concentrate. She's desperate. I mean, but she does it. She goes there and does it. And I don't... This is not the Felicity we know. Given her track record with cheating, you know, she kind of accidentally best intentions helped rewrote Ben's paper in season one and just doesn't have the best track record of cheating but she does it have you ever cheated on anything um I don't think so like I definitely when I was in French in college would like go to like translate.com and just you have to take four semesters of a language I was so bad at French and so I just yeah so that might be considered cheating but can you retell that whole story in French? Uh, je parle français, no. You're what the French call les incompetents. It's a really good accent. Thank you. <laughs> I took French in high school, no big deal. <sighs> yeah, so she cheats. Goes to the library, and the biggest thing I learned in this library scene is that Donna Martin's rapist has really just gotten into some sort of like great program. You know, he started off as the UNY photographer and now he's just being promoted to a librarian. Yeah. He's like kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. Those prison reform classes must have really done him well. And like Felicity (laughs) couldn't look, that was funny. Sorry. (laughs) Felicity couldn't look more suspicious. She's just like very like, I don't know. She looks very suspicious. Fuck this guy also. Like, you need to go to the dissertation section. And then she's like, gotta make up this weird story. And then she goes to the dissertation section. And like you and I both kind of balked at the fact that it appeared she was handwriting some of, you know, like just copying it verbatim, like with a pen and paper out of the book. Yeah, it leads her until the next morning. And she is finished with the paper and she turns it into Jane Lynch. Right. And Megan, of course, is like, of course, you got it done. And she was going to do her paper on Georgia O'Keeffe, but then switched it to Monique. So of course, that's what she's copying. And Megan's like, you're going to get an A, and this is why I hate you. Yeah. Lo and behold, they want to publish the paper. Uh, yes, they do want to publish the paper. I find it weird that this professor reads all of those papers, 30-some page papers, in one day and returns them back. Whatever. But yeah, so she wants to publish Felicity's paper big deal because you know the three people that probably read the uny journal she might get found out and this leads us to the bathroom scene with her and megan which is one of my favorite scenes of this episode what um i know why professor Carnes wants to talk to me that's your emergency have you seen my forehead lately it's a sea of blackheads that is an emergency wait i copied my paper what yeah i went to the library the dissertation section yeah Oh my God, you're totally busted. No, please, God, don't say that. I didn't know what else to do. It was 30 pages long and the computer wasn't working and Ben was scheduling Lamaze class. Okay, with Lauren. Just relax, all right? God, you act like you're about to have a baby. Now, this happened to Earl once. You told me he'd never been caught. He hasn't. She's great. 
Before they could prove anything, he went to the library and he got rid of the dissertation he copied. Wouldn't it be easier just to confess? What are you on crack? They'll kick you out for sure if you do that. Just go to the library and get that dissertation. Now! I'm going, I'm going. Just wait. Will you just tell me that everything's gonna be okay? Oh, it's gonna be okay. I love this feeling and I think we can all relate to it so much where you're just, you're so in the weeds with something where you just need somebody to tell you that it's going to be okay. Even though I'm sure she doesn't believe Megan, how would Megan know that it's going to be okay? But you just need a little bit of reassurance here. This is just, their friendship is just so cute. And the fact that Megan spills the beans that Earl almost got caught once. And then Felicity panics and Megan's like, well, you just need to go to the library and take, steal that, get rid of the evidence so they can't find it, which she does. And like, my question here is why doesn't she just literally steal it? She takes it, throws it in a trash can in front of people and in front of Donna Martin's rapist. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I thought that was the return the book thing or something. And he's like, no. He makes her dig. Apparently, when she dropped it, it went to the very bottom of the trash where she had to dig it out. And all this, like, takeout noodles was on it. And Yeah, because the creepy kid uh, is on day two of his low main binge in the library and throws it away. Who the fuck is that kid? And why is he so creepily staring at Felicity all the time? I know. Like, why? If everybody who goes to the dissertation section is going to cheat, why even have that section? Right. Because that's the way he's looking at her. Like, oh, I know where you're going. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's probably like weird. when her and Noel went up to the stacks and made out that one time. Like, I don't, still don't even really understand what the stacks are. But if people are just going to go there to make out all the time, maybe don't have the stacks, whatever the stacks right. are. Yeah. So she gets the book out and has to give it back because if she doesn't, he's going to report her. Report her to what? But whatever. And, you know, Megan really just comes through and saves the day for Felicity. She goes back to the library, gets the book from Donna Martin's rapist, and steals it. So Felicity's whole plan is because the board thinks the material sounds familiar, weird. So she has to just bring in some sources and just, you know, they just want to make sure that this paper is hers. So she's just starting to like, oh, I'm just going to confess. And she's just in a little bit of a pickle. I mean, if you're going to cheat, you should like, it's like when you go to the casino, you should be willing to lose the money. You have to be okay with losing it. If she's going to cheat, she has to be okay with getting caught. I don't know why you wouldn't just take like the fail. Right. I, I guess she's an art history major, so that might affect something. But yeah, she could just make it up in the summer. Do you think like Mark brought this up too, and I was thinking about it with these episodes, like why is Megan in her art class? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Because the last we heard, Megan's like a psychology major, right? Oh, Something. I don't know. Yeah. So no it's just weird that she's in this class. But yeah, so Felicity is just in some trouble. You're in trouble as, oh my gosh, I can't think of the therapist's name. Pavone? Yeah, as Pavone would say, you're in trouble. Where is Pavone? Anyways, on the other side of this relationship standstill, you have Ben. Ben is pretty much doing anything he can right now to ensure Lauren doesn't leave. And really all that means is he's going to go to a Lamaze class with Lauren because he just really wants to be more involved because if he goes to a Lamaze class with Lauren, maybe she won't move to Arizona. See that she has a support system in New York. Cool. 
Is this where we also see what else happens with Ben in this episode? He does go talk to a lawyer because after the Lamaze class, it appears that Lauren tells him that she is, in fact, going to leave. She's like back together with her boyfriend, sort of the ex-boyfriend, and he's also going to move to Arizona with her. And so Ben goes and talks to a lawyer, which we've got questions about anyways, but whatever, we'll let that slide. And I guess basically the lawyer tells Ben that he might as well just move to Arizona because there's really nothing that he can do. Thanks for the advice, Sean. (laughs) Hey, Sean. Nice job. So so Sean said I can get a a lawyer and I could keep her here. (laughs) Just just chain her to the thing. Right. Exactly. Praise fucking be. Just become deputized and you can just... Sorry, I was about to go into the whole Texas thing. Um, (laughs) The other really just amazing storyline in this episode is the fact that Sean sucks at sales. We think that Sean lands this big account. He doesn't. He blows it. And Noel thinks he's going to go talk to Zoe's dad and Zoe's dad is going to like grill him on like being with Zoe. But he just has some real big concerns about Sean. Do you remember what FEPS stands for? FEPS. You've got to go into FEPS. Uh, no. So Sean is a big believer in this. He gives Noel the spiel that he should then give to Zoe's dad. And it's, I think, a firm handshake, eye contact, power fist. And I can't remember if S is a shoulder squeeze or a solidarity squeeze, but it's something like that. So that is Sean's big, that's what he goes to with everything. And this whole pitch that they do, it's so cringy and it makes me so uncomfortable to watch it when he's like holding the suitcase above his head and like that guy is like, oh, these bones are brittle. But before that, when Noel goes to meet with Zoe's dad, it's not about Zoe. It's about the fact that Sean is on thin ice. Noel needs to rein him in or Sean's going to get fired. So then they go to this next pitch, which Noel tells Sean, he's like, hey, let me lead on this one. Sean's like, yeah, okay. And so Noel starts, but you're right. First, Sean shakes that guy's hands really hard. And he's like, easy there, son, my bones. (laughs) My bones. And then Noel is about four words in. And Sean's like, oh, excuse me. And he just like powers through there. And yeah, like you said, he's like raising the suitcase above his head. And the guy- Something about a monkey or an ape? Like what the- (laughs) Zoe's dad is making eye contact with Noel, like, rein him in. And then Noel's like, can we take five? And Sean ends up, like, quitting. You can carry on. (laughs) So we all know that Sean is really terrible at taking any sort of criticism. Can't do it. Noel is trying to just really calmly and really nicely tell him that, you know, we've got the ball peen hammer and the jackhammer analogy, which is pretty, pretty on point. And Sean just gets pissed off and he leaves and he quits. And he confirms this back at the loft. You know, he tells Noel that he called, why can't I think of her dad's name? Bill. Not Bill. Whatever. You know, he calls Zoe's dad and quits. And how unprofessional does this make Not only Sean look, but like the team of the two of them look. And the one person who talks some sense into Sean is Megan. When he's like, do you think I'm like overbearing? And she's like, yeah. Megan's just like, I'm an honest person, but I can tone it down. And I choose not to because that's just who I am. And, you know, she's like, you're not a wallflower. When you walk into a room, people know it. Apparently, this is just 
what Sean needed to realize that Noel was right. So he calls, gets his job back, and apologizes to Noel. And all seems well on the uh, the job front. I just have to think if you are the boss of these two and you've got Sean, who you don't really like anyways, and you're about to fire, but then he quits and then calls and begs for his job back. Oofta. For sure. Yeah, the whole thing is whatever. Yeah. Sean is annoying. And you know who Sean reminds me of in this episode when he gets so excited about those fucking Pop-Tarts is just the people that get so excited about like office food, you know, like, oh, Pop-Tarts. Hey, Sean, you know, you can walk down to the bodega and just probably get a box of Pop-Tarts for about $1.77. Like, calm it down. Oh, but they're free. I can eat them in my office. I hate people like that. Hey, man, I love free things. I know like it's just the fact <laughs> that I order that kind of stuff for people and they get so excited about it like they've never seen a frozen pizza before like oh, can I eat this pizza I will say in this episode ugh, because I don't even want to get into the Javier storyline do we have to weird she's dating a guy who's gay and Javier knows about it and tells her and she isn't happy Rita and he does turn out to be gay and they're doubles partners together I love it I will say it was really nice to see Dean and DeLuca again. I know. And it was so sad that Elena's role in this episode was to, I don't even know, like be the buffer for Javier so he could complain about Rita's gay boyfriends. God. Yeah. And of course, Rita is very upset at Javier. She thinks he's jealous. It's just a very typical storyline. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it so much. And I don't want to talk about it because it's just so stupid. Here's the thing with Rita. I kind of like her. She's growing on me. Right. Like, she's not a bad character. It's just the fact that they are spending so much time on Rita that you would think her storyline in these next, this next one episode is just going to, like, be monumental. And it's just not. It's just filler. It's just not doing either one of them justice. And it's just, it makes me upset. Yeah. So it's all good. So let's leave the paper chase episode in the past okay and let's move on to ben don't leave because this is kind of a pivotal episode in these last weeks of their senior year of college a lot of things come to like kind of come to a head here am i using that phrase right um and i think one of the biggest things is the ben lauren felicity we finally see like not the three of them together, but we see Lauren and Felicity interacting. I don't know. It kind of gives you a glimpse of like, if Felicity were to move to Arizona with Ben, it sort of gives you a glimpse of how terrible that would be. Just judging on the fact of how Lauren is in the beginning of this episode. Well, yeah. this whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. It starts at Dean and DeLuca and Javier. It's pretty funny. He's like, your arch enemy is here. And <laughs> she's like, what? I don't have one. And then it's Lauren. Lauren's very rude, very like curt and is looking for Ben. She's so rude. And it's like cool pigtails. Yeah. And she basically like says, Ben is going to help me load my car. I'm leaving a day early and calls Felicity and Ben selfish and just leaves. I mean, and like good on Felicity for being like, do you have a problem with me? And she is just such a bitch about it. I don't know if you know this, but at this point, Lauren's doing everything by herself. And yeah, she just kind of like storms out of there and leaves. Felicity does not have good luck at people coming into Dean and DeLuca looking for people. That was my smooth transition into being like, you know, that's where Hannah came back. It's where like Avery would come to look for Ben all the time. That's where that one. Oh, I can't Maggie. remember. 
Maggie? No. Well, yes, Maggie also. But do you remember when Ben is swimming and that short haired girl, Lynn's girlfriend, I can't think of her name. Oh, yeah. Is Ben here? Anyways, God. So, yeah, she leaves. And Felicity doesn't really have like a mean bone in her body. So, throughout this episode, we just kind of see the boiling points and the tipping points with her. And then, so Ben lets Felicity know that he's going to help Lauren the next day. And Felicity is like, why do you even need to help? Oh, because Felicity gets to Ben's place. Lauren's waiting outside. And is again, a really, she's really rude to Felicity. And then Felicity goes up and she's like, why do you even have to help her? Like, she is mad. <laughs> yes. You know, obviously watching this episode, we know that Lauren has been drinking again, which we find out later. But so I'm watching these moments with her and I'm just wondering like is she drunk at all of these points now because she's Mm -hmm. so cranky and she's so bitchy and she's just so like standoffish and you know Ben just basically says I'm gonna help her for a couple hours and she's gonna be gone she's gonna be gone so Ben leaves to go help Lauren load some boxes in her car and Felicity is still like in turmoil with this art history paper she's still like in limbo of trying to decide if she's going to tell him. She tries to go to her professor and like basically confess, but Jane Lynch is just in a tizzy about her ex. And Yeah, it's one of those typical TV moments where Felicity is trying to tell her and Jane Lynch or whoever won't even let Felicity get a word in edgewise and says the guy who's pushing for this panel is just trying to get back at her. Short man syndrome. Got a chip on his shoulder and whatever. And then Felicity and Megan are hanging out at the loft. Felicity is just kind of starting to wonder where Ben is. And this is probably one of the greatest lines in the entire, in the Megan entire season so far. What time is it? Quarter after six. What is taking them so long? Lauren probably wanted to turn her empty six packs for the nickel refund. Now she's rich. But oh my god, when she says that about like taking her cans back for the nickel refund, I just about fucking died. Mm -hmm. And then I also wanted to know, because she said, you know, if he wouldn't have gotten that booze cruise preggers, is this the first mention of the word preggers in TV? Good question. Because I hate it so much and I just often wonder where it came from. So the phone rings and it's the hospital and Ben and Lauren got in a car accident. Yes. So Felicity rushes over and finds out that Ben is in surgery and then goes up to where Lauren is and kind of walks in and she's like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? What happened? Is the baby okay? Asking all the right questions. And then the doctor comes in and asks Felicity if he has some privacy and the bomb is dropped that Lauren is drunk. Her blood alcohol was over the legal limit. He had to call the cops. I love that he asks Felicity for some privacy, closes the curtain, and just like that's going to be the biggest sound sound barrier in the world. But I mean, Lauren looks like pretty fucked up. Like her face is all bruised, like her eye is all red, and it's so it looks like a pretty serious accident. Obviously, because Ben is in surgery, and I just like when the doctor opens that curtain and the look that Felicity gives Lauren is it's great. Like I'm glad she didn't say anything right there. She just looked at her like basically like go fuck yourself yeah. and then just goes back to bed and then we see lauren is talking to the cops and she is basically nothing happens the cops leave and then lauren leaves and then felicity goes after lauren 
Lauren's getting in the cab and Felicity's like, where are you going? What about Ben? And she's like, I have to get my stuff. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to the impound lot. All my stuff is in the car. Are you, are you coming back? I don't know. You know that Ben is still in surgery, right? You know what? You are unbelievable. I mean, honestly, you, th you think I'm selfish? You think Ben is selfish? You are the one who's selfish. I mean, honestly, you don't think about anyone but yourself. I don't need to explain myself to you. So you're just gonna leave? You know who I feel sorry for? That baby you're having, because it has a you for a mother. Felicity, this is where the mean Felicity comes out. Like, she tells. I, like, do you think it's mean? Well, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, it's, you know, it's not in her character to really even, um, it's just not in Felicity's character to, like, call somebody out on their shit like this, basically. Lauren knows she messed up. Lauren has a disease. Yeah. And I get it. The whole thing is really messed up. But what is Lauren supposed to say right now? Like, I know she's supposed to say sorry, but she's probably got such a range of emotions, including I just gave up my sobriety. Like, I have to call my sponsor. All my stuff is at the impound lot. Like, all these things. And Felicity just has one thing, and it's Ben. And it sucks. And I, I don't, I'm not mad Felicity said that, but, like, you know, it's like Lauren's already, like, so low. And then Felicity just, like, boots the low, like, gets it to a whole new level. Kicks her while she's down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I think I was very proud of Felicity in this moment for saying all of those things to Lauren. Yes. And I mean, she's just, holding her accountable, which is important. Yes. Yeah. It was hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that Lauren was just going to leave. If, like, if Felicity wouldn't have stopped her at this point and said all these things, like, would Lauren have come back? Would she have kind of, like, realized... I don't know. And like, how does she not get arrested? How does she not get charged with the DUI? I have a lot of questions about the legality of this. Right. So Felicity goes back. I mean, she does call Megan and tell her that, you know, Lauren was drunk and Ben's in surgery and whatever. So she's just kind of in Ben's room sitting there because he hasn't woken up yet. And Lauren comes back. This is kind of where Felicity will do the 180 and become like the nice, like, accommodating Felicity. Yeah, because Lauren comes back, you know, obviously, how's Ben doing? And then says she's going to go get a hotel. And Felicity says, no, no, like, sleep at my place because I'm going to stay here. It's really nice of Felicity. They have a couple of nice moments. And then Lauren says to Felicity, like, I've never thought about how this is from your perspective, like, how hard this must be for you. And that's just good acknowledgement in and of itself. Yeah. And I will say, like, I was so glad throughout – all of the rest of the scenes with Lauren that Felicity never apologized. Yeah. She never apologized for saying what she said. She never, she just never uttered the words, I'm sorry. And I was very glad about that because it's a Felicity thing to do to like apologize afterwards and kind of like recoil all of the things that she said. And I'm just ecstatic that she just didn't apologize. I agree. Lauren obviously knows she did wrong. And the letter she left was like, it was nice, but the letter also, so she's not going to Arizona. Like, oh yeah, she seems like she's kind of like stopping on her way to Arizona. But Ben woke up. Ben is fine, and I know you didn't like. You kind of thought it was like stupid that everybody was at the hospital, but I thought it was like really nice. No, I thought it was super nice. But Felicity kind of bothers me when she's like, oh, "You guys, thank <laughs> you," and it's like, "Hey, they're here for Ben. Like, they're Ben's friends. Like, they're also here for you." But like. Just whatever. 
stop being so nice all the time, Felicity. Just like kidding. calm down. Like you guys. Anyways, she ends up telling her professor that she didn't write the paper. We don't know the outcome of what's going to happen yet. I mean, obviously she's going to have to fail her. Yeah. But then she does say like, you're a senior, right? And she's like, well, I'm going to have to think about this. I guess we'll have to wait and see, obviously, what happens with the outcome of that. Yeah. Hopefully she learned her lesson. Don't cheat. Um, the other big storyline in this episode is the Noel and Zoe relationship. <sighs> Again, here comes Sean, the relationship guru. In the very beginning of this episode, you know, he's basically trying to, like, get the dirt from Noel. Noel doesn't have any dirt to give, and Sean's just like, the, 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 this is the, the best part of your relationship, and the beginning is the best. Because he wants to know how, know how the sex is. Right. Sean is, like, my worst nightmare as a husband, the way he's talking right here. Like, it's all downhill after this, you know? Like, about intimacy and sex, like, whatever. And Noel says they haven't had sex yet. They, he says that they are always so busy with work functions and whatever. I don't know. So it becomes a whole the whole center of the episode for them. If Noel and Sean never would have had this conversation, I just feel like this inserted so much doubt into his mind and so many questions that didn't need to be there. And I 100% blame Sean for that because he's the fucking worst in this episode. Noel is just a great guy and him and Zoe seem like they really like each other. And it was just like this whole episode with them. It's just like creating problems where there didn't need to be problems. Granted, could Zoe have been more communicative about this? For sure. But it's a sensitive topic. Yeah, the whole Sean thing really pisses me off through this whole episode. Yeah. And it turns out Zoe has just been depressed and she's not like in the mood. You know, at the end of the episode, she finally tells Noel, like, when we started dating, I felt so good and I stopped taking my medication because I didn't think I needed it. And then I started feeling really bad again. And then I started taking it and it takes a couple weeks or two to three weeks or whatever to like get back in your system. So basically like, does that change your mind about not wanting to like break up with me? And he's like, Oh my gosh, of course it does. They what? both need to communicate better. They but do, like, like, Oh my God. Let's not wait to tell each other what's going on until the threat of a breakup happens. Like that is just exactly. not healthy. Exactly. It's a very immature, like 20 something thing to do. Yeah. Out of all of the advice that Sean has ever given anybody in this entire series, the only good advice that I can think of right now is when he like calls Ben on his bullshit when he's about to go get the the surgery for his ball and he's like giving him the pen and you know like you don't deserve the pen. But other than that, terrible advice giver. Yes, terrible advice giver. Um, I'm trying to think if anything else happens in this episode. Well, we see Richard for the first time in a long time oh, in this episode. God. I don't even. <laughs> I don't really know how to talk about this storyline. I don't know either without like getting myself in trouble, but I will say, do you think this storyline would be if this were an episode of TV that got released to, like today, do you think people would like fucking freak out about it? I don't know. It's just really stupid. I don't think it would air today. I don't know if people would freak out about it, but I don't know that it would air, even air today. It's an interesting like like basically Richard invites Elena to a party. Because he wants to impress another girl who's very, like... PC. PC. And he's only inviting Elena because she's A, hot, and B, black. And Elena gets very offended at this. She punches Richard in the face, rightfully so, and leaves. And she says that's very racist. And he comes over the next day and he says, it's not racist. You're not even really black. And then he does the thing. He's like, you're black, but you're not black. 
Yeah. And he makes like hand gestures and, and then like it ends up where Elena almost like not buys into that, but it's like, I understand what you're saying. And like, so the whole thing is just odd. And, and then his eyes infected and I don't know. It's again, this storyline. So Elena says something to Richard, like I haven't been to the African American house since freshman year. And it's got to mean something that my friends are all white And, you know, she's like, I've just tried to my whole life be like everybody else. And Richard's like, oh, my God, that's so boring. And, you know, I'd give anything to be different. Whatever. They're having like this heart to heart. But again, it's kind of like the Rita thing. Like we're spending all of this time on Elena this episode, which is great because I've missed Elena and I missed her stories. But this is the direction we're going to take it because we'll never see anything else about her and Richard, their friendship, her going back or not going to the African-American house or whatever the case is. It's just kind of a waste of a waste of space. You know, as much as I want to like dive more into Elena, like we just don't get it and whatever. So her and Richard make up. Richard says peace up instead of peace out. It's just, oh, Richard. I did like his longer hair. I do too, a lot. I liked his bucket hat even, you know? Mm-hmm. Richard. <sighs> what happened to Jane? Oh, Tyra Banks? Yeah. Well, what happened to Lynn? Yeah. Who cares? The graveyard of guest stars. Is there a Mark's Corner today? There is a Mark's Corner. Okay, cool. Let's get to it. (laughs) Well, hey. Oh, hi. We've missed you. Yeah, hello, listeners. Sorry about my absence lately. As you know, I've been working a bunch. Okay. Uh, My likes. And you guys just mentioned this. Well, mentioned him. Richard's mid-2000s John Mayer haircut. Nice. It's pretty good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hold on. Before he goes any further, I want everybody to know, I can't believe you just referenced John Mayer right there. At one point the other night, I, like, just kind of, like, turned up and turned around and, like, just looked at what Mark was doing. And he had a video of, like, a John Mayer performance up on his computer. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, well, I was, like, going down this hole of one of these YouTubers that I like in this channel. And uh, they just had John Mayer on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry they, they didn't just have him on it was back in the mid 2000s so i was trying to figure out what era john mayer was this haircut and it just happened to be a youtuber that i used to watch back in the day and yeah anyways your body is wonderful <laughs> i don't think it was that song okay cool <laughs> what song was it i don't know <laughs> can anybody name john another mayer john mayer song right now yeah, because we just heard one in the car yesterday, and I asked Mark, I'm like, was this the song that he was performing? And it was like the daughter song. Fathers, be good to your daughter. Anyways. Wow. All right. Anyways, no, it wasn't that song either. <laughs> Next, moving on. Uh, I really like that Megan was ripping on um, Bacardi McBoo's face. <laughs> nice. I wrote that one down. Sorry. It took me a while to go with that. <laughs> um, any chance she can get, like any dig she can get in there about her like shitty alcoholism and like it's a little insensitive if you kind of think about it but she's kind of a piece of shit so it's fine uh and more so just megan doing what she can to have felicity's back in the whole plagiarism thing like she's just anything she can do she's like do you want me to go do it i'll go do it did you do that thing yet checking up on you so i it's nice seeing that they were like kind of reconnecting because i feel like they have them too haven't had like a thing in a while agree uh just like zoe after noel's flowers and his romantic gesture, she's like, I wrote this down. I like wrote the quote down. 
maybe you should leave. I'm just not in the mood. And it's like right after she just like destroyed the ice cream that she brought that he brought for her. <laughs> right. It's like thanks, delivery man. Maybe chunky you should go. Chunky monkey, <laughs> more chunky monkey. So and Noel just kind of takes it and he just starts gathering his crap up. And we find out later she's depressed, which is unfortunate. But uh, I hate that it took two episodes to clear up that like super minor like story issue. Yeah. Um, you guys are getting a lot a lot of bang for your buck this episode for Mark wow. Warner. Wow. <laughs> Uh, on the set, Felicity's Apple iBook. I just really wanted one of those like back in the day, and I still kind of want one. She's got a black one now, though. I thought she had a green one at one point, but maybe that was Noel. Hmm. Um, it, side note, you guys probably don't care, but the listeners might. There's a guy out there who actually like swap in modern components to those old iBooks. So if you wanted one to carry around and be like cool and it still work, uh, but they're like $3,500. So. I'm not a Mac person. I'm more of a PC person. I'm a Mac person. Yeah, I'm a PC person as well, but he would put like PC parts in there. It would just look oh, cool and retro. Got it. Cool. Uh, I have a side note before I get to my unpopular opinion. Actually, no, on the set, I have to go back. The library guy, you guys talked about him. He's just like, just destroying, as twice insane destroying, that Chinese food. And can you imagine like just trying to, you're in the library and you're like studying for finals. It's obviously the end of the year. And you just have to smell the Chinese food from across the library. It's like, dude, go. Yeah. Whatever. Get something to eat in the library. Get something a little less invasive. Why don't you just have some fucking hard boiled eggs? Oh, God. For sure. Uh, And just the distraction of like having to stare at the wontons like across the room. You're Mm -hmm. like, dude, are you going to eat those? And he slurps the noodle like the. Gross. Like me. I'm leaving that in, by the way. <laughs> we never knew what Ben went into surgery for. They never talked about it. So true. Right. We only uh, know he lost a lot of blood. Yeah. And also I asked Brie, like, as soon as the receptionist nurse lady at the hospital popped up on screen, I was like, oh my God, is that Richard Rebbard's wife? It, she Adele. sounded like Adele, Adele, for sure. Yeah, sounds like Adele, for sure. And I just want everybody to know that ever since Mark has asked me that, that fucking song has been stuck in my head. My funny Valentine. Richard! Richard, I keep seeing her stupid fucking face when Richard is in surgery and having to sing that song to her when she's like peak Alzheimer's to calm her down. And she's just like crying and singing the song. So <laughs> fuck you for pointing that out. Anyways, <laughs> this lady's name was Vicklin Reynolds um, and she was in the movie Friday in case you're wondering. I don't know. Uh, why Vic- what, but she's Vicklin. Vicklin. Uh, a popular opinion. Mark um, Lauren. <laughs> I have to say it again. This is probably as deep as you'll ever see me go in the Felicity series. But I really think Elena and Richard would have been a really good match together. Uh, he's always like pushing the boundaries and she's very like rigid about it to kind of keep him in check. Um, in my opinion, it would have been a good like tertiary relationship to explore in the episodes. I guess I would have rather seen her be with Richard than fucking Trevor. Yeah. Trevor. Anyways, Richard's great. No more <laughs> Richard. That's all. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for stopping by. Um, I want to run through the halls of the high school. And then there's that one. That's why we're waiting. waiting oh, yeah. Waiting on the world. Oh, my God. Do you want me to look it up? No. No. Um, Perez Hilton wrote a book at, recently and had this really messed up story. Did I talk to you about this ever? About John Mayer and Jessica Simpson and him all being at a club together. Anyways, I'll tell you offline. Okay. I know he said some really crazy things about Jessica Simpson. Like how, yeah, like 
the napalm thing and like oh no not john yeah but pres hilton wrote a book that he was in like the club with john mayer and him and john mayer started like making out and jessica simpson it was almost like threesome-ish in this club pres hilton well yeah i'll have to look at it maybe mark should cut this out (laughs) speculatory all right least favorite scene and favorite scene you can combine these from the two episodes like you don't need to pick two favorites and two least favorites you know I don't know, man. I don't want to list one. My favorite scene was the Felicity and Megan when Megan is waxing her own legs. And my least favorite scene was anything to do with the Javier and the Rita stuff. Agreed. I agree with both of your picks. Do you pick Noel or Ben for these episodes? Uh, I think I pick Noel. Yeah, me too. Not that Ben did anything bad. Ben just really wasn't in a lot of the... Well, you know, because he was bleeding on a hospital bed for the second episode, but... Yeah. Cool. Um, Lifestyle category is... Do you want to go to your food news first? Sure. Um, Well, we have some friends in town this weekend. They're camping, but they came to dinner last night. And I made short rib tacos, which I haven't made in quite a while. And they were delicious. I did fit by bone-in short ribs, and I usually... I usually get them at Costco and they are not bone-in. So I was a little intimidated, but worked out well. Um, Made the corn salad from Skinny Taste. Yummy. It was like devoured. Um, Made bruschetta with fresh organic Bear Creek tomatoes and basil. And yeah, it was very good. We've just been trying to really soak up the last of the summer bounty. I saw that it's the end of tomato season. So I'm just going to try to buy so many at the farmer's market football starts next week so getting into game day grub kind of exciting other than that when we were last weekend we were all up north in minnesota and we had a lot of good food like mom made filet and potatoes one night you and mark made sketty and shocker we did some marinated chicken one night and a pasta salad so yeah Oh my God, that pasta salad was so good. I was so devastated when I woke up. So Kristen and Phil left like the last day. Mark and I were there was Wednesday and Kristen and Phil left super early that morning. And I was hoping that there was going to be a little bowl of pasta salad for me. And there was not. Oh man. It was so good though. Yeah. What, what book is that? For, or what recipe did you, where did you find that recipe? It's from the Ambitious Kitchen food blog and it's a peach arugula pasta salad. It's really good. Is phenomenal. Very versatile. Like if you didn't have peaches, it'd be fine. So, or if you couldn't find all just arugula, you could improvise. Like we improvise exactly, and it's literally just olive oil and lemon squeezed on. So it's really you want to use it with like the best produce possible, right? Yeah, I don't really have any food news except as a result from our like Finley family fun weekends and making bruschetta, which was awesome. We made homemade pizzas last night, mm. and I made like a bruschetta pizza. And it was so freaking good. And I am so sad that, like, as you mentioned, summer produce is, like, coming to an end because all I kept talking about yesterday was, like, I wish we could get Bear Creek organic tomatoes. Anyways, I can't because I don't live in Michigan yet, but it's fine. I was hoping to have a lot more food news because Mark and I were supposed to go to the state fair, which is just our jam. We've gone together for, like, the past, like, nine years. And... You know, we hemmed and hawed about it, and we decided not to go because of the COVID ramp up in Minnesota and the Delta and, like, all the shit. So we, like, sold our tickets that we've had since 2019, and it was very sad. I'm so sorry about that. 
it's okay. It was a smart decision, but it's still very sad. So that's kind of all the food news. We found a new place. Um, we have a town by us called Harbor Springs, and there is this new cocktail lounge and it's called like 138 cocktail and we went there with alan and veronica on friday and it was so good they have like small bites or whatever so we had like sliders and chicken and waffles and they had like fried blue cheese olives which i don't like olives but they had um pimento dip with ritz crackers like just so many good things and the cocktails were really 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 good and i mean for the four of us and we like to drink alcohol it was like 200 bucks so like 100 bucks a person I would say if you're really drinking and, like, having a good time and, like, eating good food, like, fucking cares. Well, right. I thought it was going to be more than that. So I'm kind of excited. I That was kind of one of the surprising things that came out of Finley Family Fun Weekend is we stayed in this area that Mark and I are very familiar with because his parents live close by. We always stop at this little Crosby area. And we found, like, Mark found us, like, a cocktail lounge that I'm sure we have so good. We have walked by like dozens of times and just never known it was there. But yeah, it was so good. That's like one of our favorite things with you and Phil is we can just like stop at these places and they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to go back up to Mark's parents so we can stop at that cocktail lounge and I can have another one of those drinks. <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol looking ones? Yeah, the Pepto-Bismol looking ones. It was really good. And I, I had a smoked margarita there, and it was really good. But I also had a smoked margarita at this other place, which I liked better, but they were both really, really good. Word. Yeah, tonight we're going to Alan and Veronica's campsite, and she's going to do sliders and some, some food. I don't know what we're having for dinner tonight. After we're done recording, we're going to run to the farmer's market, which TikTok. Um, and we're going to do Sketty Monday since Labor Day tomorrow. And you guys have a fucking football draft. So... Yeah. Watching anything new? Really, the only thing I've been watching is <laughs> it's called a, a Day in a, a Day in America, and it's about 9-11. And it's a six-episode National Geographic like docu-series. And obviously not uplifting whatsoever, but oh my god, I could not I could not stop watching it. It's like I couldn't get enough of it because there's so many things so many stories were told that I either didn't know about or had completely forgotten. There's so much footage that you've never seen before. And it was just really, I mean, I think there was maybe two episodes where I didn't like ball my eyes out, but um, really good. And that's really the only new thing we've been watching because we're really, this is the exciting time where most people are excited for football as are we, but like survivors start soon. Fucking Grey's Anatomy starts soon. And Addison Montgomery Shepherd is coming back. I mean, the fall TV lineup is like within reach. We just watched the Vanderpump trailer. Fuck, man. It's just like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It looks, Vanderpump looks really, really good. I'm pretty excited. And yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. And it's kind of perfect timing. I just finished season eight last night. So I'm, I'm caught up. I'm rewatched. I'm ready to go, you know? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, we're not really watching anything new. And now that football's starting, we're just – it's going to be tough. We're very excited for football. So I will say we stopped over at our brother's yesterday because he had a couple people over to watch college football. I cannot get into college football. I don't give a I shit don't. about it. He loves it. Mitch says that he could watch that over at NFL. And I – it's just different. It's very different. Yeah. So, like, that's all we're really watching. Yeah. We're really excited for football. Like, you were talking about um, – the only other lifestyle category news I had was we walked up to Alan and Veronica's campsite the other day, and they had two electric bikes. 
which yeah. Phil has been like dying to get. So we're gonna get to sh- get to ride them today before we start drinking alcohol. Cool. Let me know how those go. I'm very cool. curious about them. Yeah, they like zipped over. They were eating breakfast at Sam Grace's cafe this morning, and they zipped over to the house. They looked at our neighbor's house yesterday. They like it a lot. Oh wow! But the, I don't. They're, they they could lowball it, but Dave's. I thought it was already pending. It's not. Nope. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Our other neighbor was wrong about that. Got it. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't think either of us are listening to anything new. So we'll save that for next week. But we will be back with episode 17 entitled The Graduate next week. And we've got some guest uh, guest hosts on the or guest podcasters coming on with us soon. So stay tuned for that news. Have a happy Labor Day weekend. And we'll be back next week. All right. Have fun, everybody. Great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>